everyone. It is Dave and Jeff. It is June 15th, 2022. Uh, well, I would like to start the show okay, go ahead. by doing a shout out to my friend Kenyatta. You asshole. Wrote a beautiful tribute today to his friend, and he wrote it on social media. Wrote a beautiful tribute uh, to his friend who, unfortunately, 15 years ago, uh, took his own life. And actually, even 20 years ago. Yeah, well, I was listening. And, what the hell? Can you, and he, okay, I want to see how heartfelt this is. You got the years wrong. And he wrote a tribute today, and he put a note. We have a really nice group text with everybody that was in the fantasy football league. And you know, I've been impacted by suicide. I think a lot of people out there have been impacted by suicide. I wrote the key. I said, hey, let me get the ball rolling amongst the league. And I just said, hey, I'm so sorry for your loss. Thank you for the beautiful tribute. And then just now, I just checked because I said, hey, let me see how everybody else stepped up to comfort our friend on, uh, on what's a sad day for him. And guess what? Nobody wrote anything. So what I wrote to Kenyatta was, hey, I'm sorry that apparently I'm the only guy with time to show uh, compassion on your tough day. But I said, listen, let's be honest. Really, when you think about it, I'm the guy you wanted to hear from. And I stepped up as I always <laughs> no, do. You wrote. <laughs> yeah. I wrote that I stepped up as I always do. And I wrote hashtag classy and uh, hashtag sad Dave. Yep. And now everybody's jumping in. I'm being attacked. It's unnecessary. Yeah, because we responded with hearts. Oh, that's really nice. What Boy, are you supposed that to take? say? A second? Oh, my God. It didn't matter. It's what's in your heart that you feel bad for. Terrible. This Key, is I'm what so I responded. Sorry. You son of a bitch. So sorry. After Jeff wrote that up, but what an asshole. Did Jeff not see all those hearts? Fuck, does he wear a cape to work? A yes. superhero we don't need. <laughs> what's wrong with you? A lot. I got another question for you. Uh, Gavin, it's no time I'm... for your shit at all. <laughs> All right, I got a question for you and all the idiots in that league and anybody who hears this. Yeah. When's the last time, Dave, you were called a Nancy boy? <laughs> Dude, I was never called a Nancy boy. I heard that term today. I don't think I've ever, maybe my brother and I use it back and forth to each other. I don't even know what, where did that come from? Like, if, if a guy calls you, listen, there are racial things that can be said. Yeah. To our Latino friends, to our African American friends, to everybody, right? There, well, there's hang always on. there's always something you could say to some group, right? Our Italian friends, there's terrible things yes. that can be said, and the list goes on and on. And then it gets to us. If somebody says, "Hey, let me tell you something, you goddamn cracker," <laughs> that doesn't hurt. Cracker doesn't hurt. Like, yeah. is it what kind? Yeah, but there's tons. I mean, everyone. Has we to, know it. We yeah. don't have to go. We know all those terrible things. There's homophobic things that yeah. can be said. Well, that's said. what there's Nancy a, Boy is. Nancy Boy is a homophobic thing. What? Come Where on. did Nancy come from? <laughs> I have a bunch of friends named Nancy. They're nice people. <laughs> Are they guys? No. Yeah, it's it's either you're soft, the calling someone a pussy, or or the f word. Uh, that's what it is. Well, I don't like that. But that's, I heard that term today, and I was like. I don't think it's ever really, like, anybody's ever said it, like, really mad. Hey, listen, Nancy boy. It sounds like something a football coach would say, doesn't it, back in the day? My brother's football coach used to yell, what's the matter with you? Are you afraid to get your pants dirty? And I like that line. <laughs> that line made me laugh. Um, but, yeah, That's, that just made what me did, think. Did it hurt your brother's feelings? No, it was a coach yelling at his son. Oh, really? Coach Leary. How old yelling, was the kid? Like seven, eight, <laughs> seven. That was great. I didn't even say it was in high school. Oh, no. Kid was like nine. Jesus. It's a problem, Randall. 
afraid to get your pants dirty? And I was like, five. I just started laughing. I thought it was so funny. Yeah. I, I thought every time I've heard you say that, I thought you were talking about Kintera. That's something Kintera would say. No, I, I have given it to okay. him. But it started with uh, my brother's Pop Warner coach. Yeah, I had to be like, I don't know, six or seven. So my brother would have been like 10 or 11. And I, goddamn, Dave, that was the funniest joke I'd ever heard. What did, okay, what did. The kid hated it. <laughs> that's what I was wondering. Like, that's when you could play Pop Warner because helmets were oversized. There was no protection for your brain. All the hand down shoulder pads, yeah. right? These guys had no protection. That's why my brother's so fucked You up. know what's funny? It, it, things have changed a lot. And you always hear people, older people, and not, not as old as you and I, but even people like Josh's age, Josh is 28 will say that the generation behind him is softer. And you've always heard yeah. that from every generation, or they're softer. Correct. We just finished a, a practice about 30 minutes ago before I came in here. And we're preparing a bunch of 16 and 17-year-olds for the USA Championships. And we don't have a lot of time. We have two practices left. Yep. We want to make sure everything's ready to go. Yeah. And a couple of my coaches were, were on the kids more than normal because, mm. hey, we got to fix this. You know, more baseball IQ, not, yeah. you know, physical. And you could tell the kids are getting bothered by it. And yeah. so literally I brought everybody in and said, look, if we're talking to you, that means we have faith in you. When a coach stops talking, that means yeah, he's giving up it. on You're you. You're done. And so we, you know, had the little bit of a talk, but I don't know. But I, I, I was thinking about this the other day. I was, I was thinking about this when you were in Toronto, actually, because mm-hmm. when uh, my, one of the last games we played during the regular season this year, we lost a game. I'm standing in the dugout, and the other team goes to shake hands on the top of the mound. Like you see yeah. the Padres do. Every team does it. Yeah, yeah. One kid goes to the top of the mound, turns to his right, looks right at me and another coach, and he just goes, fuck you. I like that kid. He's a right, competitor. Right at us. And yeah. I, I just had my arms crossed, and I'm just looking, and I'm like, wow. You know, like, I didn't say yeah. anything back. I just said to the coach next to me, I said, wow. I go, times have changed. Yeah. And I go, you know why they've changed? And I'm not telling you you need to go back, but tell me I'm wrong on this one. If you were 14 years old. Yeah, I okay, remember it well. Yeah. And you said to a 28-year-old, 28, double your age. Yeah. Hey, fuck you, you piece of shit. Oh, you're getting the shit beat out of you. Okay, do you hear what Jeff just said? Exactly yeah. right is what yeah. I was thinking. It didn't matter that yeah. there's a law of 18 and you're oh, an adult. Yeah. No, you were getting the shit beat out If anybody was older than you and you mouthed off, yeah, they, you were, they, yeah, it, it was, was like it was like the rule. Back in the day, yeah. they had the right to knock the shit out of you. Yeah. Well, obviously, that doesn't happen anymore. Matter of uh, fact, I don't have one kid sure. on my team who's ever been in a fight. I even asked that question. Is that right? Nobody fights. Have your kids been in a fight? Uh, and just with each other. Something that doesn't yeah. count. They no. don't fight. Kids in high school, no. for the most part, they, they don't fight anymore, which is, is which progress. Which is good, yeah. I'm not saying we need to go back to fighting. I'm just saying there's very little fear factor when it comes to running your mouth. Oh, yeah. I mean, completely. Would you have ever said at 16, 17 years no. old to a coach on another team? Oh, God, no. Hey, fuck no. you. Fuck no. You would never have done that. No way. The coaches, look, I, it was funny because I was saying, I was on the campus of San Diego the other day with my sons. We were throwing the football around down the field. And I, I've said it forever. The teachers at San Diego were the worst. They absolutely didn't give a shit. They mailed it in. And they really, they were just there for the weed is all they were doing. <laughs> but... The guys that really were the difference makers for, I think, a lot of us were the coaches. Yeah. And I could tell you to this day, Dave, to this day, even adult uh, with kids, the whole thing, man, the idea of letting any of those guys down at yeah. any point in my life would be such a huge disappointment. Because, And that's the fun thing. When you and I got to KFMB, 
being able to say on that show how thankful I am for all those guys. It started with Ed Wiley, Danny Field, John Cannon, Craig Bell, Steve Armstrong. Uh, gosh, who am I? Funny you remember the names. I can't remember my love those names. guys absolutely to this day, and handful of others that um, for Mike Davis was one, and there's there, you know handful of other guys um, that I'm forgetting, but those guys right there, the most John Cannon. Craig Bell, who went to RBV, uh, Steve Armstrong, Danny Field, Ed Wiley. I mean, those guys to, you know, uh, Fritz Muehlthaler yep. passed away. Ed Wiley passed away. But, I mean, those guys, Dave, they they were the ones I was telling my sons, man, when I was probably 15 or 16, whatever they saw, they saw something in me and kicked me in the ass a lot when I needed it, encouraged you. And, and yeah, that was what was really fun was being on KFMB and being able to thank those guys. And, you know, there were a handful of teachers at San Diego that were, that were cool. Yeah. I'm sure they're all mailing in. I mean, fuck a bunch of them did. Give maybe, me a fucking maybe break. Maybe it goes back to what I just said. If they didn't th- see anything in you, they gave up on you. Maybe there that's a, when they stopped talking to you. There were a couple of guys. There was an oceanography teacher named Jerry Trust. Jerry Trust. <laughs> How do you know their first names? That's crazy. We, that's all we did. It was always Mr. Trust. Nah, come on. Who knows their teacher's first names? Because when the guy has a coffee mug that had feet on it. Feet. It's one of those feet. guys. Yeah. And we're like, what the fuck is this asshole's problem? Okay, this guy's a dipshit. <laughs> then we had uh, a geometry teacher, James Ringstrom. Yeah. Maybe the biggest fucking dipshit that ever walked at campus. And that was the guy probably, that's, a, uh, I don't know if it was Jerry Trust or Ringstrom. Yeah. Those were probably the two guys at age 15 or 16. I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to have to fucking drop this guy. <laughs> I think I, I think I think they need to get their bell rung. Um, but then we had a great teacher, not going to mention his name, English teacher, amazing guy, right? They yeah. find out he's banging chicks. Ay, ay, ay. Hey, you can't <laughs> when did do you that. find out? What what age did you find uh, out? We graduated, and I think it was within three years of my graduation. Oh, okay, it was afterwards. After I graduated, yeah. And then there were like two other guys that you found. One guy. Who's the coach? Tim Griffin's laughing right now. He knows who. There's a coach that married a chick. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I've heard this before. Like that, not years, from you, but I've heard people yeah, do this. Like two years after she graduated. Yeah. Oh, that worked out well. When he started banging her. Yeah. Right? That, yeah. That, oh, no, we, we didn't do anything. We just, you know, we locked eyes at round table after graduation. Sure you did. <laughs> sure you did. And then there was. How a, do you explain that to the parents? When you ask the father's hand in marriage. That's a really good point. You know? I don't have any idea. I mean, yeah. if that was you, you'd go, what the fuck's going on, right? Mm-hmm. You'd go, are you shitting me right now? But the thing is, Dave, like, I don't even know how old he was. Because we just assumed every one of those teachers was like 60. Yeah. yeah. He might have been like 30. That's true. And you're like, 30? Might as well be 300. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how old any of those guys were. But yeah, hey, listen, hey, listen, girls, girls walking that campus at San Diego, uh, first round draft picks on there, okay? It's tough. <laughs> get a little bit of that ocean air blowing around, you get loopy. What are you going to do? That salt air feels good on the brain. I told you, my, my homeroom teacher in high school was uh, banging my friend's girlfriend, and my friend found out. This is why they were in school. Yeah. You know, he's a senior in school. 
And he goes up to him and he goes, hey, which is funny because I'm not going to say his name because the guy actually lives in Coronado. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I saw on Facebook that he lives in Coronado. But he said to him, uh, hey, are you uh, you sleeping with my girlfriend? Oh. And he goes, yeah, I've slept with her a couple times. He goes, I don't know what you're upset about. She's terrible in the sack. Right. <laughs> he told him. Right. So it was like he had nothing to say back. And he's like, looks at me. And I was like, dude, I don't even know what to say. I mean, yeah, he got right. you twice. Yeah, twice. He said, not only is he banging her, dude, he said she sucks at this. Gave her the thumbs down. Yeah, but I had to try it twice. Uh, speaking of giving thumbs down. Well, I by wanna... the way, would you confront your teacher if that happened to you? Oh, yeah. What well, you... depending on the teacher. If it was a teacher that had made a, a pretty big impact, eh. <laughs> Let him have a swing? Yeah, go ahead. Come on. It's probably worse guys on our resume. At least he's a winner. Like me. What the hell's going on? Um, I only know one girl that you dated in high school that I keep thinking, what would she be thinking right oh, now? Oh, she'd what love the it. Fuck's I talked to her to today. It's great. What was I talking to her about? We were talking about, uh, oh, because tomorrow she had texted me because she lives in Texas right now. Tomorrow tickets go on sale for the Taylor Hawkins tribute oh, show. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to try to get tickets. And she's like, oh, I wish... I was there. We'd go. I'm like, yeah, tickets are going to be tough. You might have to flash somebody to get us in. She goes, fuck yeah, I'd do it for you. Whatever we got to do. Let's get in. So, yeah, she doesn't care. Um, I got to I gotta just say, and, and listen, a lot of them are our friends. I'm so embarrassed by the San Diego media. Yeah, I was hoping you would start the show this For way. yesterday. How about yesterday and today? Oh, my God. Let's get, let's boil this down, Okay. The problem that you have if you're a Padre fan that nobody seems to acknowledge is there's a huge lack of maturity with Fernando Tatis Jr. Yeah. And an unbelievable lack of maturity with that kid. And look, the timeline gets pushed back. I think if we looked at it when the surgery happened, first off, the fact that the surgery happened in March is a complete fucking embarrassment for anybody who runs that organization. Because guess what? You don't run the organization. 23 runs it. He made the decision and you sat there like a lapdog and took it. And now Preller's forced to go on a Zoom call looking like the stooge he is and try to make excuses. I think the biggest mistake they had was trying to make people believe that there was a realistic opportunity for Tatis to be back right now. I don't think anybody that has medical credentials looked at that and said, nah, that's pretty realistic. So number one, they bullshitted everybody by saying, hey, he should be back in June. And then when we got to June and he's not ready to go, they change it to week to week. Come on. And they change it to week to week and then with no idea when the next scan is coming. And nobody says anything on that Zoom call. They all sit there. That's embarrassing enough for anybody in this media that nobody pushes Preller on that and says, are you embarrassed that you allowed him to wait until March to have the surgery? But it's not 10 minutes after all of you that are Padre fans have your hearts broken by finding out that he's not coming back in June, and who knows when he'll be back, that we get this bullshit video of him taking grounders at... Who gives a fuck? Yeah, he sucks at that part. We want him to let him because he can swing the bat. Who gives a fuck? You know what, Dave? This is what, a long time ago, 
When I was in the National Guard, this is what I was taught. <laughs> you yep. play with feathers, you're going to get your ass tickled. Okay? It's stupid. The dumbest thing I've ever seen, and everybody in this town just took the bait like the sheep you are. Bah! Who gives a fuck? Oh, look at him take grounders. And then AC. Come on, Ace. Hey, this is part of that progression. Bullshit. You know when it's progression, Ace? When he's in the fucking lineup. Don't tell me anything until he's in the fucking lineup, which right now is a huge TBD. Yeah. Nobody says anything. I can't stand the way he covers the team. He covers the team perfectly. Anybody covers the team. He covers it perfectly for these guys. Other than Scanlon, who fucking got hit in the head, takes a liner in the head, and then starts ripping Blake Snell. Wait, what the hell are you talking about? What did I miss? Scan fucking like two weeks ago takes a foul ball right off the noggin. Was he in the booth or was he? No, he was down uh, behind the, first base. And then his mic was on and he's he so said, damn tall. And then he said Blake Snell's scared of the fastball on a live mic. Yeah, I caught that one. That a kid scan. I love scan. Oh but, my gosh. I mean, come on. Enough with this bullshit. Like, how come nobody pushes back? Oh, uh, you know, I feel bad that I'm not where I am. Do you? Do you? I mean, all right. Dude, the I, team right now is in, in, tied with the Dodgers for first place. Okay. You got a lot of fucking so, guys so starting saying, with could, 44. Where could you be, though, if he, if, the, if they weren't tied with the Dodgers? You know what I'm saying? They could yeah. maybe have a huge lead. It's maybe they take that series, joke. that first series against the Dodgers, the first two out of three. It, it's an absolute joke. And to, to sit there and go, oh, we're doing fine. Look, you aren't doing fine. If you, Actually, I flipped onto the game uh, right when I walked in the door. Machado was up. Yeah. There's a guy in scoring position. First base is open. What do you think the Cubs did? They walked him. Yeah. Put him on. We're not afraid of Luke Foyt. And, yeah. that, and they guess what? They got out of the inning at the time. But that's the problem. You need some more bats in the lineup. Everybody knows it. The p- yeah. starting pitch, and we all know, has been great. So here's the deal. Fernando was not only in this accident. We all remember when he said, can you talk about the motorcycle accident? He drops the which one. Yeah. Which Come was on. crazy. Which was absolutely crazy. And then people are just yelling at me on Twitter saying, I didn't, how do you know it's a violation of his contract? Look, I've seen a bunch of these Major League Baseball contracts. You basically aren't allowed to do anything. You aren't right. allowed to play basketball. You aren't allowed to go skiing. Yes. You aren't allowed to do any of this shit, including riding motorcycles. And you know what? The Padres could avoid the contract. But you know why they didn't avoid the contract? They said he would be going, hey, fuck you guys. Yeah. When I'm a free agent, I'm, I'm opting out. I'm going to the Angels yeah, or the Dodgers. I'm going somewhere or the else. the Giants. Yeah, you got, I'm going to remember you took $344 million off the table. And so they're, they're stuck. So, but yeah, hundred percent. He voided what the contract says. Don't give me that shit. It's all maturity. The fact that Robinson Cano was brought here, yeah, was his babysitter. Yeah, that was his neighbor. That's the guy that he grew up with. That was his babysitter. They did this a couple years ago when they brought in uh, the first base coach and the third base coach to babysit Manny when Manny yeah. wasn't hundred percent focused. And it's insane to me that you got to bring babysitters to guys who are making all this money. Is supposed to be your team but leaders. But it's sad that everybody goes along with it. Don't post the stupid video. Dude, everything's blowjob, dude. Oh, everything's my God. It's so fucking patronizing. Enough of this bullshit. Guess what? Ignore the fucking guy until he's ready to be in the lineup. What a huge disappointment. Now, look, I got he's it. He's Anthony Davis of the Lakers. He yeah. missed, he's missed 40% of the games. Yeah. He's Anthony Davis. You know, he's like, dude, we know you're great. We need you to play. Man, a oh man. And it's just nothing but fucking excuses over and over again. Uh, hey, that's it. What would he have to do to upset the, upset the fan base? Literally, what would he have to do? Um, yeah, I, I don't know, Dave. I mean, I, I don't think, you know, he, 
I mean, his bullshit meter is pretty good, right? Yes. Like, hey, I'm the, f- I mean, we all bought into it. I bought into it. Hey, I'm out here having fun. Everything's silly. But, <laughs> but when healthy, he's the most exciting guy going. Great. When's but, that? That's what I mean. The best ability is availability. He doesn't prove when he can be available the, on a consistent basis. The window on this team is very, very narrow. Very narrow. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, look. Well, explain it. The contracts run out on these pitchers. How, how do you feel right now if you're not, nobody in this garage, just if you're a fan? Honestly, how do you feel about Clevenger? Like, what do you yeah. look at for Clevenger and go, what's your expectation for him in July, August, and September? Realistic. They, yeah, you can't depend on Clevenger. What's your, what's your expectation for Blake Snell? Yeah, same thing. He's, right? had, he had a, he's had a good six weeks in a Padre right. uniform. Ryan Weathers pitched tonight. Yeah. Very average. Which was bet. very strange that he was brought yeah. up. His ERA was over seven in the minors. Yeah. So then you go, all right. Well, Manaya's been tough. Had kind of an off night last night, but he's been good. Guess what? Free agent. Yeah. End of the yeah. year. Walk. Uh, Musgrove's been amazing. Guess what? Free agent. End of the year. Oh, well, we're going to extend him. I, I want to believe that. Yeah, I you mean, offer I, him $11 million. I mean, I think Pete Seidler's believes in it the whole thing but i don't know man this is to me this is what we've been building for this is the year since 2016 when guys started going out the door and young guys started coming in and you built the farm system i mean this is it actually isn't that 2015 when he started off with all those guys and then yeah, but I think them. 16 is really at the point where things started to get moved out the door. Yeah, because he made all those moves for all those mm-hmm. veterans and then panicked and said, oh, Bud Black, you're out. Yeah. Craig Kimbrell, you're out. Matt Kemp, you're out. <laughs> it's like everybody that I brought in, we're getting rid of all you but, guys. But, I mean, this is it right now. I mean, this is this is the window. Yes, it is. This I agree. Is, and that's why it'd be great if Fernando was here because everything would be working with your best effort. And it would be very nice if there were, I mean, you can be as urgent as you want. You can feel like there's a sense of urgency. It's not going to make the wrist heal any faster. But as an organization, I why didn't anybody say, why did you push the June timeline? And when, why have you been pushing the June timeline consistently? Why? Even, well, you think about it. If he had the surgery in March, okay? Yeah. That's still longer than your average broken arm. Your average broken arm is six weeks. Yeah. And now you go, okay, well, March, and then June, you go, man, that seems like a long time, but hey, whatever it is, it is. Why are you? Why will you not commit to when the next scan's going to take and, place? You have a lot of people, this guy's an impact player, he's an MVP candidate. Yep. How can he be week to week? Uh, week to week means to me that we're going to have a scan every Monday until he's ready to go. And if you're not going to have one next Monday, then that tells me that he's month to month. So, right? Yeah. Well, okay. Well, when you look in your mind, what are you thinking? What's fair? Like, what do you, what would you say? Hey, I'm surprised. Honestly, back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think right now, I think a realistic time frame is probably August 15th. Why do you say August 15th? Because that's two months from now. There's no scan for right now. Yeah. Well, let's just say it's two weeks. Okay. Now we're into July. Now he starts to swing the bat. What's the time frame for swinging the bat? A couple of days, right? I mean, you're going to try know. to get him out. But I, I mean, it's I, not I'd like say a, at least a couple of weeks well, swinging the bat. I mean, you, you got to get your timing down. You got to get everything. You haven't touched I, a bat in, in more than half a year. Yeah. I mean, I think, Dave, once he actually starts swinging a bat, 
I think they're going to try to expedite everything and get him rolling. But, I mean, if you tell me that you're not doing anything with him. Yeah. You know, it's a shame. the immediate future. If he would have had the shoulder surgery, because he doesn't right. want to do that either, then the broken arm never even happens. Yeah. You know, unless he's that crazy. <laughs> that well, crazy. And that's the other thing. But even if it did happen, at least they're both healing at the same time. <laughs> but he still has a shoulder that's a ticking time bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Again, he, you said it right when we started this conversation. He runs. He decides what he's going to do. Yeah. And they, and they let that happen. Terrible. Terrible. Because you don't think that's going to set a precedent for other members on that team? I mean, I don't think yeah. Trent Grisham's going to come in and be like, hey, works for 23. It works for me, too. Shut up. Grisham's Grisham would be like, Marmot's fine. I'm winning arm wrestling contest. No, you're hurt, dude. You're, you're hurt. Yeah. We're, we're, sit down. Yeah. yeah we Take don't, a seat. We, we, don't, we don't want you out there. We're just resting you. Wink, but, wink. I mean, Get I, the fuck out of here. it's just embarrassing that this goddamn video goes up. And everybody's supposed to watch it and throw a goddamn parade down Market Street. It's bullshit. It's all bullshit. It's bullshit from the team, and it's bullshit by the media that's promoting it. There's nothing to promote from yesterday, other than the fact that they were completely wrong on the timeline. And I think they knew they were completely wrong from the so? day they started. But yeah, 100%. Man, I tell you what, I didn't, I didn't honestly think that was the case. I just felt like, yeah, 23, he's young, you heal fast. I mean, we're talking months and months now. Yeah. It's a shame. I and mean, the lockout honestly couldn't happen at a worse time because he would have been with the team doctor the second yeah. it happened. He, as soon as, right? When would he have had to start swinging a bat? End of May? Right? And then he's in Elsinore or wherever he goes. Right? Elsinore would be the easiest. Go up and play a couple of games there. Well, you know what's funny about that is now that he's a veteran. Yeah, I mean, he's 23 years old, but he's a veteran. Yeah. He'll decide. Watch if he wants to go down to the minors or not. He might sit there and say, I'm not going to the minors. Can you imagine that yeah. shit? We hear guys who do that. We'll yeah. go, I'm, I'm not fucking doing that. Well, and Dave said the other thing, too, is you get him back from the wrist, but you still have the issue with the shoulder. Yeah. God dang. <laughs> I like, mean, it is it is unbelievable. You know what you find fascinating? At least I, I do because I watch a shitload of games. This game waits for nobody. Right. M- meaning that, hey, as big of a star as he is, and yeah. I mean, he is, he is absolutely something else. Yeah. Man, you're talking a lot about Aaron Judge. You talk a lot about Otani. You talk yeah. a lot about Bryce Harper. You know what I mean? This, yeah. There's, there Acuna. are always going to be a stars. There yeah. are always going to be stars. Vlad Guerrero Jr. There are always going to yeah. be stars in baseball. This baseball doesn't need it. This game doesn't need nope. anybody. And there's always going to be someone else that the fans are going to follow. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I mean, even if I asked you a year ago, whose team is this? We'd all say it's Tatis. Yeah. It's Manny's defi- now. It's definitely Manny's team. Yeah. And Manny knows it's his team. Yeah. And it's going to stay Manny's team. Yes. You don't just walk in and take it back. And and the thing is, too, Dave, like being out there on Saturday and you know, Manny gets 1,500 hits tonight. Pretty yeah. cool. 17th guy for 1,500 hits. I think eighth fastest. Yeah. Yeah. And however many home runs he has. 250? Yeah. Under the age of 30. Like only seven, 16 other guys have done it. Pretty cool. Yeah. But when you watch him... Like my son Jack and I were really watching him because we're down the third base line. And he's just so fun on every play, right? Yeah. But then he had the play too with Iglesias. Did you see that? No. There's a ground ball to third. It's a force out. And Iglesias, the shortstop from Colorado, is coming and he stops. Oh, I saw that. And all Manny has to do is tag the bag. 
But he, he's there, and he's waving them on. Like, come here. I'm waiting. And Iglesias shakes his head. I'm not coming, man. The whole crowd goes crazy. I'll tell you. Go ahead. Finish what you're saying. I'll tell you why I hated that play. Of course he did, because you're a fucking dipshit. No, I'm not. I'm saying Manny's a fucking hypocrite. He tagged it, and yeah. then he hugged him. Oh, yeah. why is Manny a hypocrite? Because the this. same play happened to Manny when yeah. Josh Donaldson did it. And oh. Manny threw his batting helmet at him. He should. Donaldson. Donaldson's a prick what, and a racist. What, what if Iglesias threw his helmet at Manny? He better not. He'll fuck you and threw your helmet oh, at him. He That's exactly not. what Manny did. You've seen the clip before. Yeah, Josh Donaldson. Remember when Manny was... What with, a stand-up guy he is. This is before Josh Donaldson was a prick. He's always been a prick. What are you talking about? This is before about? anybody knew he was... Oh, really? Because he was on the Twins, he wasn't no. a prick. Oh, no. Oh, you're a huge fan when he was wearing that Twins uniform. Oh, no. But Josh Donaldson did the same thing, and he would look at Manny like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, do you, that, do you know the play I'm talking about? No, but yeah, anything with was, Josh Donaldson—that's a bad example. Exact same play, and Manny got all upset that he didn't throw the ball across the diamond at first. That he tagged him instead, and he took his helmet off and he threw it with both hands at him. Good, Donaldson's a dumb. Oh, fuck. you're out of your mind for taking Manny's side, dude. He did nothing wrong. Oh, did Donaldson do anything wrong with Tim Anderson? Well, Tim Anderson, he did, but he tagged Manny because it was the play. Yeah, it was two you feet away. Manny. You, you have no. Oh my you've god, hated Manny hypocrisy every day since he got here. Goddamn hypocrisy! I'm gonna post that goddamn video. You're racist, and then you're gonna look like a big. Don't drop that racist I just shit did. on me. Everybody god. knows. Everybody, everybody knows. <laughs> really, you're the one that started the show with Nancy boy. Yeah. Oh, really? What matter. are you trying to say, homophobe? I'm not. I love everybody. Really? Doesn't sound like it. Yeah, a lot of things to talk about, but you yeah. had to start with that. You defended Josh Donaldson. Really sure nice did. guy. There you go. He's an Auburn guy. I fucking hate Josh Donaldson. I'm just saying, oh, man. Oh, yeah, sure. Manny's a hypocritical prick. You've never liked Manny. You're jealous because he didn't perform for the Dodgers. You know what? Hey. You know what? He was probably scared for his life walking out to the parking lot every night. That fucking <laughs> really? Attica. Where you... Has he paid up on that $300 million bet? Nope. No. Fucking not going to. You won a 48. What'd you win? for? Yeah, 48 games? Yeah, that's good. Let fucking, us know when you win a full one. Fucking shy. Let us know. Last, we'll last be, out of the World let Series. Let us know. We'll be, we'll be right here. Me and Geekster will be right here. <laughs> You're out of your mind. Fuck. You did you a, see what he did uh, to Josh say, I loved it. I love he loved it. Yeah. Give me a break. I did too. It was so sweet. That's what baseball's all about. It is. See that, kids? But he won't, uh, but Tatis won't get this team back. No, I, I, here's the deal. I don't think he should get the team back. What do you think the team thinks, but I think, Dave, I think the when fans, he doesn't have the surgery dude, to march? Do you think that bullshit of, ah, he's got to do what's right for you, him? You know, I think was most upset is Manny. Yeah. Is Manny's most upset. Again, knowing that he doesn't have any um, any protection. He said, this is ridiculous. And it's, it's amazing how well the team has played. And yet, yeah. here you go. Okay, so here's, here's the situation also. Manny has an opt-out after this year, correct? After next year. It's after next year? Mm-hmm. I thought it was year, what is it, year three or year four? Uh, 19 was the first 19, year. 19, 20, 21, 22. Yeah, it's year four now. After next year. You sure? Yeah, I'm sure. I was saying, how crazy would it be if Manny opted out? Yeah, no said, You know what, fuck year. this. I, I'm about a bunch of goddamn kindergartens. Yeah, that he just built that fucking house in Coronado. Oh, just turn that up <laughs> as big deal. as you need. I'm going to send this goddamn thing to you. Go ahead. Sorry that you're, that you're a fucking jerk. You're already blocked. You're blocked by you? Shut up. Blocked by you. By the way, I wasn't blocked by Pirate Girl or whatever. I know. I thought I was. Yeah, because you're paranoid. Yep. Well, I, I got blocked by people I thought were friends. It threw me off. I wasn't sure what the hell's going on around here. How many do you miss? How many what? How many people that blocked you do you really miss? None of them. I don't miss anybody. I'm almost, I almost laugh. Is that sick of me to, when no, someone blocks me? Who gives a fuck? Yeah, I kind of laugh. I send it to you. I'll screenshot it. Go, dude, yeah. I got blocked by this asshole. Yeah, who gives a fuck? Yeah, I don't know. People yeah. People who I thought, yeah, that's kind of crazy. 
I don't know. Yeah, uh, uh, no, somehow Dave, I was able to move on. <laughs> no a, problem at all. You didn't miss yeah, one night like, of sleep. Right, that's fine. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. Um, yeah, I I don't think he gets the team back, and I'm embarrassed again. I'll say it for the local media that put out that bullshit propaganda video. You just took it like a bunch of fucking stooges. Oh, here he is. Look how fun it is. He's got his headband on. And look at him taking grounders. Boring. Yeah, it is boring. That's not what you need him to do. Damn, man. You need him to swing the guiding bat. It's 22 errors last year, for Christ's sakes. And everybody, oh, can't run with that video fast enough. Let's get this going. God, this is great. Everybody love it. When's he coming back? I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, we saw him out there taking grounders. When do you expect him back? Ah, you know, he's... Uh, week to week right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> so here's the deal. When Fernando comes back, you know it's going to be the big welcome party. Of course. That's what they do every time. Fernando always fine. comes back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Game over. Uh, Colorado wins it. God good. dang it. That's good. Check that Padres I rooting, score. I was rooting for The Padres are kicking the shit out of them right now. Uh, um, it's funny how the Padres fell behind again early and then turned it on. Yeah. Yeah. A Cubs bullpen is 16 good. to fucking five. Jesus. Holy mackerel on the seventh. Hey, Flukes. Yeah, no shit. How's your night going? I'm sorry, Flukes. I completely forgot. Sorry. Wow. Jesus. Uh, I guess Flukes is out in the front yard folding up the W, huh? Yeah. Well, I was just thinking about it. I told him I'm going to Chicago to see a couple Cubs Reds games. Oh, that'll be great. I think I might get good are seats. Are you sure tickets are available? Well, here's the deal. I think I might have a tough time, though, with the Rays and Yankees, right? And then the Mets, I'm supposed yeah. to see. That's going to be a little tougher. Fucking Cubs. Fucking throwing out the first pitch. I might get to pitch. Dude, you could. <laughs> <laughs> you play short. Holy shit. Yeah, it's funny. I go to Atlantic City at the end of next month, and I was going to hang out and go to New York and see the Yankees yeah, and the Mets. Aren't you going to New York? I was going to, but the friend of mine that was coming up, they're not 100% sure they can make it. I was like, ah, fuck it. I, Did he cancel I, it? Yeah. Oh, shit. I just, I'll be in Atlantic City for a week, and I'm not, I've never been, but I'm not overly thrilled about that trip. So I think after a week of that, a week of Stephen Eady, <laughs> what, what do you think shows I have access to, huh? Norm Crosby's still alive? <laughs> that old fucker, Red Buttons, that little shithead still alive? You know what movie I watched today, and I've never seen Poseidon it. Poseidon Adventure? No, I've never seen all the way through, but I've, I've seen parts of it as a little kid. What's that? The Lonely Guy with Steve Martin. Have you ever seen this movie? No. Dude, it was pretty goddamn funny. And it was, good? it was Charles Grodin and Steve Martin. Charles Grodin's great. Dude, it was, it was actually, it fucking made me laugh. The, the whole deal when he's, he has to go to a restaurant. You never saw this at all? No. So, have you ever gone to a restaurant by yourself? Yeah. Okay, so what he does is he, you know, table for one. And everybody stops talking. Oh, like a full-on restaurant. Yeah. So he has to say table oh, for one. Yeah. And everybody, all the conversations stop. And there's, <laughs> then there's a spotlight on him. Oh, no. And it follows him all the way to his table. And he sits down. And he oh, looks boy. around. And he takes out a pad of paper and a pen. Like he's a food critic. Oh, boy. And everything goes back to normal. That's his move. So nobody stares at him anymore. But holy fuck. I, I no, not like full-on restaurants. I had to, uh, whatever it is. Last week? When was I there? Last week. In, in Toronto? Yeah, in Toronto. Okay, so what do you... Because You have a group of friends, out. though, don't you? Yeah, I have a bunch, so... But, so, hold on. Okay, have you ever gone to a sit-down restaurant by yourself? Like, not like McDonald's and sat down at the table. Right. No. 
I mean, not really. Like no. a real restaurant, we have to leave a tip. Not Jersey Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Jersey Mike's, we have to leave yeah. a tip. No, not but, Cali Comfort. Yeah. Um, I mean, I went to a place, I had to go last week, but it was fine. It was at the end of the night. I'd already been out. Uh, I went out, uh, my friend Emily and I went to dinner. Then we went to the Horseshoe Tavern. We'd had yeah. drinks. We'd had dinner, the whole thing. And then I got back to where I was staying. The power was out. I wanted to see the end of the Tampa Rangers game. So I went down to kind of like a bar restaurant down the street. Yeah. But I needed that more to charge my phone than anything. Hell, they had a couple of cold beers. Hey, what are you going to do? What, you do? <laughs> what but, kind of beer uh, do you drink when you're in like, That wasn't like sitting down, right? You won't go to the Ruth Chris by yourself. No, yeah. I can't. No, yeah. I couldn't do that. I'm um, sure there are people that do it. No, and that's kind of, Dave, part of why I canceled the New York trip was I didn't really want to do City Field. Like, my friend said, uh, she said, I'm probably 55, 60%. Yeah. And, fuck, I could call Lisa Ann. Jesus Christ, she stops every 11 feet to take a picture, get there by ninth inning. Um, Dude, she's the busiest person I know. She's unbelievable. She's not coming up. her anyways. No, she's going to Nashville in a couple weeks. Is she? Yeah. Um. No, the only thing I would have told her, like, hey, see you for lunch or do something like that. Yeah. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't bug her for that shit. Um, you got to pay for two, her and her photographer. No kidding. Yeah. Um, that's fine. And then. Uh, <laughs> it could be worse. It could be her and Johnny Sins. I just like when she goes to lunch, the guys that she takes those pictures yeah. with always look so awkward. Yeah, dude. Because they're like, my Aunt Mary's going to see this picture. You know what's funny? I've taken, how many pictures do you think you've taken with her? Ten? Yeah. So I've taken about ten pictures with her. Yeah. Every one of them I'm awkward as fuck. It's like the worst pictures I could have taken. Because she's amazing. <laughs> Dude, I, I look so fucking goofy as fuck in every one of them. What do we get What do we get her fucking back on? Dude, I'm reading, we need to finish a goddamn book. I'm reading it right now. It's please, really good. Please. It's kind of sad. Yeah. Kind of sad. Yeah. It is. She's so, yeah, because she's a champion. Yeah. No, honest to God, when you finish this goddamn okay. book, I want to get her back on. Yeah, she's a champ. All right. And she's not getting up in the morning, right? So, like, she can no, do No, she doesn't do morning radio anymore. Yeah. All right. That's cool. Yeah. When you get back from uh, Arizona, okay. we'll book her before I go to Atlantic City. I think I got enough Gatorade for Arizona right behind me? Jesus. All right. Are <laughs> they thirsty? It's so guy. hot. Um, <laughs> so hot. You know, speaking of Nashville, my, my kid bought a house. I love know, it. Bought his first house. So, he had to sign all the papers. Remember when you signed your yes. papers for a house and it's just like, oh my God. I just gosh. had to do it for a refi with Dan really? Williams guy. Couple of months. Ago. How long did it take you to sign those papers? It, uh, well, dude, it was weird because I remember when I bought the house. Yeah, we bought the house. I got to think about this. Twenty bought the condo in two thousand eight. So everything there was no really docu sign. Yeah, at that point, and the guy showed up. Like I thought it was a joke. He showed up, and it was like anybody. He, we all remember homeowners. You guys did it. The stack of paper was three feet high. Yeah. Yeah, And you had a sign, and I just remember, and I'll ask you, and, and I'm sure Josh is going through it right now. I just remember signing those and being excited and scared out of my mind right, at the same time. Why? Because did you make him explain every page? Or no, did you, uh, no, no. I mean, my wife was yeah. an attorney and a finance major. But she felt fine doing it. So yeah. she's like, all right, we're she, good, knew we, we're good. she knew we were cool. That we weren't overextended. But the thing that I love the most about what Josh is doing is... That's a single income. Yeah. One thing when it's dual income, it's a single income and you're doing it and it's only your name on it. 
Yeah. Like that's pretty exciting. It's pretty badass. Kind of, kind of crazy. Yeah. He said to me, he goes, man, there are a lot of papers. Like you yeah. said, three feet high. I go, how long did it take you to sign him? He goes, like an hour. He yeah. goes, I don't sign my name, Joshua H. Palais. Yes, you have he goes, to. everything is jo- Josh Palais when he signs yeah. his name. And he goes, man, it, goes, it took forever. Joshua H., Joshua H. Yeah. And he goes, now I know how Jesus H. Christ felt when he yeah. got his first place. Yeah. What's the H stand for? <laughs> Hubert? For Josh? Yeah. Henry. Henry. Who's yeah. Henry? My grandmother's name was Henrietta. I love that. And that's why I would say Henry. I love but that. But it's funny how some of these names come back. Like Ernie Martinez's son is Henry. Yeah. And at the time, he'd go, Henry's oh. a great name. Henry is a good name. Yeah. At the time, he's like, what the fuck? And I said, just tell people your name after Hank Aaron. I yeah. go, I don't know. No, it's cool. But, I love um, it when it's within the family. That's well, that's the, kind of the way we did it. But anyway, it cracked me up that he's sitting there. There's a lot of papers. And he said, my mom was sitting there watching him sign. So yeah. he said, normally, he would have done what you and your wife and what I do also is just hand me the papers and I'll sign. You put right. them in order, I'll just keep signing. Right. But he's like, oh, fuck, grandma's watching. I made him explain every fucking paper, you know? Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, but he's thinking Jesus Christ, too. Like, Let's go. Yeah. I'm ready. And then they leave. Yeah. Look, man, I, I mean, we'll talk about with, with Brian and, and with Dan. Telling you, man, when they are like, hey, congratulations. Yeah. And the key is yours and all that shit. It's a pretty, pretty amazing feeling. Yeah. And I did it at... Shit, man, we were, I was 41. Yeah. Two kids, just got married, buy a house. I was like, God damn. <laughs> it's a little different than, yeah. It's a little different than Free FM when we had the girls from uh, Joe Lark coming in to smoke <laughs> weed. I was like, I don't know what happened, but shit just got real. You grew up really fast all yeah. of a sudden. Oh, my God, that's funny as hell. That is too damn good, man. I don't know. Hey, real, I want to ask about basketball real fast because yep. of uh, your son's a big Warriors fan. Yeah, unbelievable. But, but you're a part owner of the Boston Celtics. So, house divided. My uh, my social media this week has been very very fun. So, uh, I talk about her a lot because she means a lot to me. Uh, my girl Joe Carlo, pretty amazing story was a small business owner, has a medical practice in Toronto. When COVID hit, very similar to what Josh is doing, except for she owns a home in Toronto, she owns a business, she has an employee, she had bills. And when Toronto got hit, uh, and they got hit really hard, things got shut down. Well, it's amazing that your bills don't stop. They don't go away. And she just... One of the reasons why I'm so incredibly lucky to have her in my life is because she doesn't quit. She looks for new things to do. And one of the things that we've talked about is she became a yoga instructor and she teaches yoga and she teaches yoga daily to a couple. What is yoga? You got to help me out. It's more, it's an athletic form of yoga. And look, I've kind of. I've kind of shied away from saying the name. It's Kavon Looney. Yeah. And Kavon Looney has been very candid in saying that the yoga that my friend Joe and her business partner teach him on a daily business has played a huge part in his career turnaround. Yeah. And the success that he has had in these playoffs, he has given a lot of credit to what my friend Joe Carlo is doing. Every day. And Dave, that for me is insanely exciting. I just, I love success stories. I love when my friends win and she's winning. Yeah. So we had a thing going 
who the Warriors just beat? The Mavs? Yeah. Beat the Mavs, right? So all of my teams, whether it was the Kings, the Timberwolves, they were out immediately in the playoffs. So it's just what friends do, right? Like, hey, what happened to your teams? They're done. So I said, yeah, well, do you want me to cheer for the Warriors? No, not at all. <laughs> Are you jinx, kidding me? You're jinx. She's like, I got a chance to get a ring. Like, I could potentially get a ring out of this. So, no. So, Jack loves it yeah. because he knows um, my teams have been <laughs> jinxed. So, it started a couple of weeks ago with the Dallas Mavericks, and I just started posting shit every day about how excited I was. I could, I could tell you one guy from the Mavericks. I was posting Luca, pictures yeah. of yeah. Dirk Nowitzki and saying this lineup. I think it was... Orlando Blackman. Yeah, they were all in this picture, and I'm like, ah, I can't wait to watch my Mavs in action tonight. It was 100% to make her laugh and to make Jack laugh, right? So then, it works. Every night I cheer for the Mavs. I cheered for the Mavs three nights. They lost three games. Yeah. I put the whammy on so she goes, hey, you did a great job. You got to do it for the Celtics. And I said, fuck off. <laughs> like, I hate the Celtics. And Jack chimed in and said, don't you own a share? And I was like, you know what? That's true. I own one share of the Celtics. Yeah. So it's 100% just for these two pinheads. But every night on social media, I've been hyping up the Celtics. I'm doing the whole thing. And they're... I did it three games, and they've lost each one of those three games. Like, honestly, Dave, the last six things I've put on social media have fucked the team, and I find it hysterical. So today I told Jack we're going to get Boston Celtics tattoos, and he's like, keep going, man. And she's like, I love it. Keep going. Jump in. The whole deal. So, yeah, I sold my soul for uh, for two friends. Uh, well, my son, yeah. a little more than a friend, and uh, – and they couldn't be more thrilled. So, yes, I'm enjoying this series a lot. And, like, when the Celtics were getting steamrolled last night, I just kept texting them both. I'm like, we're about to have the biggest comeback ever. And they're like, you are. You guys are coming back. And then they just fall apart. So, yeah, fuck. If you're going to be uh, have the dark cloud over your team, you might as well do it to jinx the team you hate like the Celtics. But the series has been fun, right? The series has been fun. It's uh, been the worst playoffs of all time. I mean, there hasn't been a good game to watch. The old saying with NBA yeah. is just wait for the last five minutes. The last five minutes of every playoff game has been determined already. But I, I got to tell you, and maybe it's just me getting older, or maybe it's that we've, we've kind of lost some of the edge. I find that I don't hate this Celtics team like I used to hate the Greg Kite teams, the yeah. Ainge teams. Yeah. Right, bird. Because he had the personalities. Even Jason Tatum, yeah. as good as he is, goes, who, who told you guys I was great? I never said that. But yeah. like, dude, who talks that way? But, well, uh, but like, how do you hate Jason Tatum? You don't. You, you, right? Nobody how do you hate, hate Marcus Smart? You, 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 I'm not a Marcus Smart fan. I didn't like Marcus Smart in college. Um, but he's not a guy, Dave, no, that you look at and you go, I just it's don't not, like the Celtics history. I've waited my whole life for I the Lakers it. to have more championships than the Celtics. It would suck if it only lasted a year and a half. Yeah. I mean, they're tied right now. Yeah. You know, if the Celtics win one more, they're back where they were before. And and if they win this one, I mean, your Lakers won it. Short yeah. year, I get it. They won it. But, I mean, if you if you win this one, they beat Golden State. It's pretty pretty amazing. You, right? know, it, you know what's wild is the Warriors' payroll this year is $178 million. Yeah. Okay, 178 The Celtics are 133 It's all a shitload of money. Yeah. Steph Curry makes $46 million a year. Next year, he'll make, I think, $49 million. Unbelievable, right? right? 
Tatum makes twenty eight million. He's the highest paid guy. Yeah, I mean, it's still it's it's it, the money is insane. When you think that Larry Bird didn't make that like in his career. Yeah, and he'd go, these guys make this, you know, per year. But the NBA and TV ratings and everything else, it's it's a younger person's game more so than even Major League Baseball right now. Well, I agree. And the thing that pisses me off is there's this whole shit going around because I am a Wolves fan. Yeah, the Wolves are my team. And there's this bullshit meme that's going around that, hey, Golden State owes the Timberwolves a ring if they win it because the Wolves have done so much. So, yes, we know that David Kahn, the GM, who is a complete moron, and, of course, he was a friend of Steve Hartman, so completely overmatching his job, he fucked up by taking Rubio and Johnny Flynn and leaving Steph Curry on the board. And I think I was texting with you, right? Because I feel like we're watching. I knew they were excited for Rubio. Yeah. And I think at that point, I couldn't imagine they were going point guard, point guard, back to back. Who would do that? Right. So weird. (laughs) But he knew Rubio wasn't. He knew Rubio was going to stay in Europe for a couple of years. And they had talked about that. And everybody was talking about Steph Curry. And you're like, oh. Because we just saw him in the NCAA tournament. Go crazy. Right. And I remember they were like, hey, Rubio's going to be over there. Maybe they do it. And then Johnny Flynn, and you're just like, ah, just. And I didn't know anything yeah. about Johnny Flynn. Yeah. I just knew Steph Curry a little bit. But the two other stories that are out are that. Um, then get Wiggins. Well, that the Warriors killed a Clay Thompson for Kevin Love trade. You and I remember when that yeah. started. That was nothing more than a rumor. Yeah. Jerry West said at the time, if you trade Clay Thompson for Kevin Love, I'm quitting. As a Wolves fan, everybody on the Wolves knew. What a catch. Jesus Christ. All right. This, we're on delay on that. Well, it doesn't matter. People on delay listen to this show. Yeah. Um, Mike Trout just robbed a three-run home run. Yeah. Crazy. Wow. Um. Kevin Love was going to leave the Wolves. We knew that. Yeah. Clay Thompson had already established himself as an impact player in the yeah. league. And whoever <clears throat> was the GM at the time, whether it was Flip or Mikhail, I don't remember. But they were trying to say, hey, maybe we could trade Kevin Love for Clay Thompson. There was no chance that trade was going to happen. Yeah. Because the Wolves had no leverage. They had nothing. And so this idea that, all oh, that trade was so good, that you and I remember. Yeah, I, I remember Because that. I remember saying, do we have any chance to get Clay Thompson? You're like, none. Yeah, I was saying they should make that deal if I was, because I was thinking Love was a rebounding machine. You already have a shooter in Curry. But Best thing they did was not do that. But we knew, once Sherry West said, I'm going to quit yeah. if they make that trade, yeah. and you knew it, because the Wolves had no leverage. And then the other bullshit <laughs> is about Wiggins. And I said, Wiggins has had two great games back-to-back, He's only 753 away from equaling how many frustrating fucking games he's had back to back. Talk to any talk to anybody around that Wolves organization about what he did night in and night out. Now he's a very likable guy, but they just he's got a little bit of Will Myers to him in the sense that you just didn't always know where his head was yeah. night in and night out. And I, I think there's fans that probably were frustrated by his game, but I never heard anything that he was... Because he always played soft. Yes. But you never heard he was a bad guy no. or a dick no. or a douche. So for him to step up and play big, hey, good on him. Right? Yeah. Like, good on him. But this idea that you went and I'll give you Curry 100%. You fucked up on that. 
But there was no chance Love was going for Clay Thompson. And this idea that all of a sudden Wiggins is Elgin Baylor. Everybody, calm the fuck down. Okay, please. I, I love the ESPN pointed this out. And they were saying, man, how about Wiggins coming out of nowhere to have a big game? Yeah. And ESPN Didn't he make po- it 35 million said, a year? Calm down. He makes 32 million a yeah. year. You know, he's not some no-name guy. Well, and like I was saying, circling back to Joe. When you look at what Kevon Looney's done and making an impact and getting rebounds and has done it throughout the playoffs, like that's an exciting story. And that's credit. But yeah, I mean, this idea that, I mean, good for Wiggins, right? Steph Curry was having a terrible night last night and it was fun driving around. I had the uh, Warriors radio broadcast on and they were going crazy. But those guys said, where has this guy been for the last three years? Yeah. But he stepped up when they needed him. Full credit for that. No. Did they, did they close it out on, uh, when is that game? Tomorrow night, Thursday. Yeah. It's on Thursday. Uh, it, it, I really hope they win in Boston, just because I know it hurts a little bit more. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I really hope yeah. they win in Boston. I'm not a Draymond Green fan. Not, not no. for his personality. Um, no. Draymond Green's going to be fine when his career's over. I already yeah. know, you know, Colin Coward was talking about it. He has a podcasting network. Yeah. He, he works for Colin Coward. Oh, that's cool. And he says he's his number one guy. You know, he says he has a whole podcasting but, network, but he goes, Draymond Green gets the most people listening because he's not Barkley, but he's that guy. Yeah. So he, so you watch Draymond and you go, dude, you, you aren't in the category of a Rodman. You aren't in the category of a Barkley. You aren't, you aren't that player. Right. As a matter of fact, when the ball goes to him, I don't think if you, you follow the Warriors because yeah. your son, you aren't scared. No. And he knows that. Yeah. But, but when I look at that team, Dave, I go, Bob Myers has done unbelievable job Amazing as the job. GM of that team right Amazing. Uh, bringing Durant in moving Durant out and really not missing a beat that's no. pretty incredible to do uh, I don't really have a feeling on ownership I don't know anything about them but how can you not love Steve Kerr yeah like I think Steve Kerr is probably the most well thought out coach of anybody in any of the four major sports and I love the fact that they allow Steve Kerr to have a platform to say what he wants to say well he's because, in the perfect city for it too I mean, yeah. he's, he's number one he's in the perfect city. When you watch him coach the the last game, it was a Monday night game. Yeah. When you watch him coach on Monday, and you're going, man, this might be his best coaching he's ever yeah. done. They were saying, dude, it reminded you a lot of Popovich, and that's where yes. he learned a lot from. Isn't and that funny? It, it felt yeah. like you were watching a Popovich game. That's a great analogy that I hadn't thought of. Yes. Popovich, yeah. yes. Popovich is like Kurt, another one guy one of my favorite coaches will speak up when uh, right wrong when is needs wrong to be. and right is right. And yeah. will stand up for the right, yeah, the right things. And then you just go to Clay, to Curry, right? And you go, yeah, it's great. Uh, personally, watching Kevon Looney right now is exciting for me. But I, I got to be honest, Dave, even though he didn't do it for the Wolves and he was frustrating, I was happy for Wiggins. Yeah. Like, I was happy for him. But that's not like... Uh, I don't know. It, it, there are other trades that have been made where you give guys away and they go on and shine, and you're just like, oh, boy, what happened there, right? But, um, but yeah, pretty cool. But I just felt like I don't hate the Celtics like I used to. Yeah. It feels like there's some – and, boy, they're pretty loaded moving forward. They are huh? loaded. They're young. They're uh, – Got cap space. They're brand-new coach. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They're, they're run very, very well, where it's interesting for years and years that Danny Ainge couldn't get his shit together. Yeah. You know? Brad then, Stevens moves up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the whole thing is is kind of funny to watch. That Boston, I think, has surprised a lot of people. LeBron coming out and saying that um, 
that he said there are two teams he'd like to play for outside of the Lakers. Did you see that? No. They who said, did he say? He said Golden State. And if you're the Warriors, like, dude, we don't need you. Yeah, why not the fuck at this point. We, Yeah, why would we trade Clay Thompson and, and yeah, two no. of our younger guys for you? Right. We don't need you. We're about to win the championship and probably will win the championship. And then the other part was the Miami Heat. Interesting. That he said he'd go back to Miami and could win there. And it's like, dude, focus on what the fuck you're doing here. Like, you're getting paid by an organization. It's such bullshit to go, here's a guy on your team. Can you imagine if it was a guy on, on one of your favorite teams saying that? Uh, I mean, he's under contract, but sitting there saying who he wants to to go play for to win a championship. I, uh, you know, I'm just hoping we can keep uh, Austin Nola here. That's all I'm hoping to do. <laughs> um, hey, one other thing quickly for the NHL: uh, Colorado wins tonight in overtime means absolutely nothing. Tampa Bay was down two games to none against the Islanders. They've been done down in other series, and they rally back. Rangers, right? Uh, yeah, Rangers, sorry. Um, yeah, down 2 nothing to the Rangers, rallied back, and they lose tonight in overtime on the road in Colorado. If you are a diehard hockey fan, you know Colorado was the best team in the West. Florida was probably the best team in the East. However, Tampa was the team you had to beat because they're two-time defending Stanley Cup champions. This is going to be an outstanding series. There is so much firepower on both sides. The diehard hockey fans, like my friend uh, Pete in Point Loma, he knows it's going to be good. But if you're casual fans, the good thing is Stanley Cup, I think, uh, is going to be, I think there's two nights between now and game two, and then it's going to be every other night. Good. Every other night. It's ridiculous. The NBA Finals has been like three weeks. Right. And it's going to be every other night. Every game is on ABC. You can find it. Um, but, man, firepower, really fast teams. Nathan McKinnon, Kale McCarr yeah. on Colorado. Brayden Point, so much fun to watch on Tampa. So, yeah, strap in for that. Stanley Cup should be very, very exciting this year. Hey, want to mention Dan Williams. Dan Williams, again, is a guy who want to help you get out of debt and help you buy that first home. We were just talking about homes a second ago. Dan's the guy with the Bar Smart 2-Minute Tuesday, understanding your cost to debt. Don't forget to check out his YouTube channel and see how Dan will give you tips that can save you money every single day. So many things right now to worry about with interest rates going through the roof. Make sure you call Dan. It's going to be one of the easiest phone calls you make. could change your life. 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. Yeah, so many people going through it, and you're hearing stories right now about just gas prices going up right? Interest rates going up. Everything's going up except for your paycheck. So how do you manage the money? Continue to make your money work for you. It's learning that borrow smart, repay smart uh, program that I've talked so much about. It was uh, instrumental in helping me rebuild my credit. Once I was able to rebuild my credit, I was able to go out and do things like refinance my condo and also buy a car that I needed to get. So if you're in that circumstance where money is a little tight, uh, let Dan and his team help you because, yes, you get your credit established. Then you can do the right kind of things. You learn how to repay smart, borrow smart, so that if there is an adjustment in the housing market, you'll be ready to go. 858-688-6813. When it comes to the housing market and deciding what to do with your home, whether you're looking to buy or sell, Brian Curry is your guy. The house across the street from me, the one you was asking me, is that house sold yet? Just yeah. sold yesterday. 64000 $64,000. $1.8 million. Jesus, that's about 
seven, eight, five more than I put my cash bid in. So Brian though was nice enough to call me. Let me know right away. I had no idea that house went up and that it was sold already. But Brian again is always in tune of what's going on in the San Diego market. He's the one you want to talk to when it comes to selling your home, buying your next one, what community you're going to be in. Brian's really good at his job. Make sure you call Brian Curry at six one nine. 2511588619251588 David it's an exciting night been a long time since we put a community up on the board where I will never live in my life we've talked about uh Spring Valley I love this yeah Spring Valley was one where I was like no fucking chance I'm going to live there bullshit sadly we had to add downtown to the list really hey, downtown's hey. out now yeah downtown it's just Todd Gloria Come on. City Heights is out. City Heights is definitely out, and I'm excited to announce our newest winner. I don't have a drum roll, but anybody in Lemon Grove, congratulations. You're the latest shithole to be added to the list. What happened in Lemon Grove? Too close to Spring Valley? Fuck, I drove through there last night. I go, what a good place to be from. I looked at, we were just out running around. My sons and I had to run a few errands. Yeah. And I took a left, and I was like, oh, I know where I'm at. I could cut right down to the freeway. And then my son's like, what's with that big lemon? I go, shit, <laughs> we're in Lemon Grove. I go, what the fuck? I haven't been in Lemon Grove in forever. And I drove through there, and I go, well, guess what, guys? I got a pretty bold statement to make. And they're like, yeah, what's that? I'm like, we're never fucking living in Lemon Grove. And you know what? There might be somebody out there who goes, you know, I grew up in this neighborhood. Guess what? Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> nobody cares go out tell the neighbor go out tell the guy at the donut shop have some fun and then guess what you better fucking duck <laughs> you better fucking duck isn't lemon grove the neighboring city of la mesa no yes don't close. they touch i don't i thought it goes spring valley lemon grove la mesa i think spring valley i think we we barely we barely acknowledge El Cajon and City Heights. <laughs> and I think we technically have Rolando between us and City Heights. Okay. And I still say us, even though I don't live there, because I'm still on the deed. So I could still claim it. Uh, but no. So, Brian Curry, uh, we could just take that, <laughs> rip that part of the map right <laughs> off. There'll never be a time when you're like, hey, guess what? We got an open house we're going to in Lemon Grove. No fucking chance. <laughs> so if you're like me and you're like, well, I'll live anywhere in San Diego, but Dave, let's recap. Where are we not going? Well, you aren't going to City Heights. Fuck no, not going there. You aren't going downtown. Not going downtown. Not going Lemon Grove. And we're not going to Spring Valley. Yeah, in Spring Valley. Yeah, fuck no. I don't have one of those. Uh, how do you say it? The Kvar? The vest? What's that material? It's not Kvar. It's Kelvar. Isn't it? I don't know. Oh, it's fuck. a bulletproof vest. If you would have asked me without throwing a name out, I would have had it. I know. Threw myself off. But anyways, we're not living there. Because you know what? What if we have a family barbecue and I invite uh, uh, Erica over? Right? Yeah. I can't take any chances on that. <laughs> it's a dangerous neighborhood for that little twerp. What does Ice Cube always say? A bullet doesn't have a name on it. That's right. Not going to have my name <laughs> That's on right. it. Not living there. Oh, and but hey, I tell you what, I apologize again to IB. Yeah, we had a fucking great time in IB the other day. Great time. Now I know when you get a little uh, kind of get out of West IB, right? When you're down by the water, that's not too bad. Come a little bit east, hey, 
Hey. Well, we're not talking about that today. <laughs> we're not talking about that. So, yeah, wherever your housing needs take you, let Brian Curry help you find your dream house. There you go. Taylor May Pools, when you get that home, don't forget about Alan Taylor and Taylor May Pools. Put that pool in your backyard. Start enjoying this weather. The weather is absolutely outstanding. You look at everyone else just sweating their asses off right now. I think when I go to Arizona, it's supposed to be oh, between 115 done. and 120. Yeah. Dude, the weather in San Diego is absolutely amazing. Today, we even have the garage door open. And perfect. It's, it's a perfect weather. Taylor May Pools, more than 20 years in the business. Ask Alan Taylor about available financing. 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Condo has to be tented in July. Where's everybody going? Uh, it's funny. My uh, my ex and my boys are going to a friend's house in Oceanside that has a beautiful pool. Nice. And they are like, my ex is like, ah, I got to, you know, you ever had this place tented? No. Ugh, such a pain. What do you do is. with animals? Uh, animal, I'm taking two of them. She could bring the dog and then a couple others are getting farmed out. But um like, she's telling me last night, I got to get everything. You got to do this with all the canned food, any of the spices, right? My kids just jump right in. Like, she's not even talking. Hey, we're staying at Lorraine. She's got a pool. Just hanging out. So all that matters as a kid. All that matters. What about football practice? They're only going to end up missing, like, two days. So, it's not too bad. And it's before. It's just, uh, it's kind of off-season workouts that they're going to right now. So, it's not. I mean, it's not like the NFL where they say non-mandatory are mandatory. Their coaches are so cool that everybody shows up, so they get it. Um, but, yeah, how fun if you've got the space in your backyard. You're like, why would I do that? Then everybody who gets their house tented is coming over. Well, no, the friend who's hosting them is like a family member and has said one of the best things, she's got empty nest. Her kids have gone away to college, and she said it's absolutely so much fun Every weekend, different friends come by with their kids, and she goes, it's great. She, instead of just sitting in a big house by themselves, uh, she, she told me it's absolutely the Good. coolest, and the things that brought the neighborhood together, bring the family back together, was having a pool. You could do the same. Take a look at our website, davidjeffshow.com. Get an idea of some of what your neighbors have done. Hello, Mary Hart. And then uh, I bet Mary Hart would show up if I had a tailor-made pool. Goddamn right she would. Hey, Mary, you doing all right over there? We don't need that flat-ass husband of hers sitting there sucking up the wind. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, get a tailor-made pool, put it in your backyard. Kyle Fluker, who you want to talk to when it comes to websites? Maybe He's, not tonight. Maybe not tonight. He has plenty of time. He's not watching Cubs baseball, that's for sure. Kyle Fluker's your guy to fix your website, make sure it's running the correct way. You might think your website's great. You never know. How much money could you possibly be bringing in? Kyle Fluker's your guy, 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. I, I hate to say it because I love, you know me, Dave. I'm a guy who loves small-town America. But what the fuck is that mean? Lose that little smirk, buddy. Lose it. Uh, but I, I've been sucked in by the ease of e-commerce. E-commerce is great. can be a little dangerous, too, because it's so convenient. You just punch it up on your phone, hit yeah. send, and, well, looky here. I do it all the time. I know. I got two packages today delivered. I'm like, you got all that Gatorade I got, I got a new time. iPhone case. I'm like, oh, this is great. I forget yeah. what I ordered. I just see packages in front of the door. It's like Christmas. It's like Christmas. So is it Christmas for your uh, customers? If not, 
Give Flukes a call. Get that website up and running the way it should be. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much they're worth? We're going June 15th. I'll wish uh, Rita a happy birthday today as well. Oh, happy birthday, Rita. There you go. She has to work till like 10 o'clock. How nice. <laughs> That's why I'm doing the show with you tonight. There's nothing, nothing going on. Uh, All right, here we go. We got four of them. Okay. All right, Ice Cube. Oh, I like that one. I'm going to say Ice Cube is 53. Exactly right. I'm going to say... Uh, Let's say $85 million. $160 million. Fuck, he's the best. He is. I'm an Ice Cube fan. Me it's too. crazy how a guy could write a song saying fuck the police and end up doing Disney movies. Dude, he's incredible. Amazing. Yeah. All right, Courtney Cox. I love her too. I'm going to say she's... I'm going to say she's 58. Dude, you got it right. I thought for sure you're going to go too low. I'm going to say 58, and I'm going to say... If Ice Cube, you said, is how much? 160. I'm going to say Courtney Cox is... We'll say 110. 150. Wow. Okay. $150 million. Okay. Neil Patrick Harris. I like that little shit too. He's funny. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Neil Patrick Harris tonight is. Let's say he's uh, 51. Oh, that's funny you said that. Because remember, he was Doogie Hauser. Yeah. 49. I thought you were going to oh. go young. I thought you were going to go younger than that. 49. I thought you were going to go I was like going to go younger. a little younger. Um, let's say $65 million. $50 million. Not bad. Okay. Last one I'm putting on here because uh, I find it interesting. It's Northwest. Do you know who even that is? Northwest is Kim Kardashian's oldest daughter. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so eight? she's a kid. Nine years old. Oh, wow. Okay, but the money is, is, is a little staggering. How'd she make only $100 million? I, I think I think what they were smart and what they did was they started making brands with her that she you know is responsible for. $100 million? She has $375 million. Is that right? Nine years old. $60 million cash. That there's, that is not Christ. liquid. Wow. Can you believe that shit? I'm, Nine years old, $375 million. Be, she could be standing right there by that you Tide bottle. No. You know, it was funny. I saw, um, it was during the Warriors finals. Did you see Jay-Z with yeah, his daughter? That was cool. Blue Ivy, who looks just like Beyonce. Yeah, pretty wild, right? Could have gone the other way. Would have been really bad. Oh. Yeah, good good, good for her. Yeah. <laughs> inappropriate comment. Be better. What did I do wrong? Uh, you, you almost criticized a little kid. Oh, no. A rich well, little kid. No, Jay-Z. I, I wouldn't have brought it up if she looked like Jay-Z. Jay-Z's cool. He's cool. Not the best looking guy. Oh, boy. I'm just saying. No key. He's no key. Right. <laughs> hey, Key, shout out to you again. Sorry the rest of these guys let you down. All right, here we go. <laughs> my phone's been lighting up. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I, I don't read any as of them. As soon as I said my bullshit, that's, that started the whole thing. All right, here we go. Five <laughs> random questions. All right. Would you rather die in 20 years with no regrets or live another 100 years with a ton of regrets? Oh, live 100. I, Would I've you really? Sure, I got a ton of regrets. Fuck it. <laughs> You get over him. You get over him pretty quick. Oh, my God. Mine would be the, just the opposite. I'd go 20. Oh, uh, what? Fuck. Dude, would you really want to live 100 years? Yeah. Really? It. That'd be great. Oh, my God. I can't imagine. Even if I had no regrets in the next 100 years, I wouldn't want to live 100 more years. Yeah. You may shit. not live 20 if you don't change your attitude. You may get run over in the road. Dude, you wished me three flat tires in the middle yeah. of the desert. Yeah, I did, because your bullshit attitude. Dude, that would suck, man. There's, it would a, there's suck. that 100-mile stretch. In your suit, walking across the desert. It did. 
There's that hundred mile stretch yeah. going to Phoenix where there's yeah, nothing there. Yeah, that's where you're fucked. Ah, that's where, that'd oh, that be would great. suck, dude. I'd be so you pissed. You got plenty of Gatorade, I'm warm Gatorade. I'm right into this shit. I know. I have, I have like, no joke, like 80 Gatorades behind me. Yeah, no ice. <laughs> would you rather oversleep every day for a week or not get any sleep at all for four days? What are you talking? Oversleep. I'll oversleep for. How do you explain that to your boss? You just got a promotion. I am the boss. Well, you have a boss. You're not the owner. Yeah, he's, uh, he's not worried about me day in and day out. He's like, fuck it. Can you imagine? How do you explain to the guys at work that you came in every day late this week? Yeah, I, I, I wonder if they'd guys. even notice. <laughs> what would you say? Sorry, guys, I got mono. What would you fucking say? Yeah, how late am I? I don't know. Either way, you're late. Let's say 40 minutes late. Oh, yeah, I don't think anybody on my team would even... I don't think they'd pay attention. Have you pulled the sniff move yet? Will you just put your jacket on the back of the <laughs> chair and leave the door open like you're walking no. around the building? No, I, um, <laughs> no, you know, the fun thing is like, Dave, I've never, I've never really had a job like this where there's a day like today where I just hung out. I knew I was coming down here, yeah. just hung out, answered emails as they came in. And, uh, I bought a Bluetooth speaker. I could just put Sirius XM on, put the yep. game on, and, and run it through my phone or Spotify or do whatever. But no, it's really... Because you aren't sharing an office with anybody. No, it's just me. I got my... And I keep it super cold in my office, which yeah. is great. We have a couple of women that I, I just love on our management team. And they come down and check in. Oh, your office is so cold. I said, well, that's right. Get the hell out of here. You know, like, they're like, we're leaving. Um. But yeah, if I, I mean, at least for me, if I showed up like that, right? I should be yeah. there every day at eight ish. Uh, if I showed up at eight forty five, I have no problem. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I stayed tonight to like six, so they don't care. Oh, that is funny. That's funny. I'll take. Do you sleep go check in on the old guys that you used to work with. I oh yeah, they come over and give me shit for having an office. <laughs> they got napping in there. Yes, there's no the guys that graduated from my team. One's in North Carolina, and three are here. Yeah, there's no there's no respect for me at all. No. <laughs> Which is why I love it. All right. Great. Would you rather yeah. be four foot nine or seven foot nine? Oh. Oh my gosh. I got you gotta go four nine. Oh, I'd go the other way. Where are you what car are you gonna drive? Dude, I'm not even worried about that. I just don't wanna have to leave the house every day knowing that everybody in the world can kick my ass. Well, that's where you are now. <laughs> Dude, that, four nine, dude. You yeah. have to put the seat all the way up. Yep, that's true. You couldn't get a drink at a bar because they never see you. Fuck yeah, you're gonna need a boost, dude. It would be a nightmare. Fuck, but I'd still be two inches taller than Erica. <laughs> that's true, but and just a, a little shorter than Dan. I mean, what three inches shorter than Dan? Uh, yeah, I at seven nine. What am I driving? I'd have to get a jeep. Topped out every day. You'd be like fucking Dino from the Flintstones. Sticking your head you would. The roof. <laughs> yeah, I'll go, I'll go for it. Oh, that's great. I like that one. All right, last question. Okay. Would you rather experience a full year where it's 30 degrees every day? Yeah. Or it's 95 degrees every oh, day? Oh, 30 every day. Me too. Me too. 30 every day. I, I honest to God, there, yeah, it's one of my, but see, one of the reasons why I love going to Toronto. Yeah. I love going there. Weather changes all the time, but you have different neighborhoods. Like, unfortunately, that's the thing I think that we've kind of lost in San Diego is that a lot of our neighborhoods are now very cookie cutter, right? Everything looks the same. It's all 
There's always cricket. There's always T-Mobile. You don't uh, you don't see like a little bit in Little Italy, but even Little Italy has changed, Dave. Where you just, I mean, come on, tell me a place in East Lake where you could drive around East Lake or you could go walk if somebody came to visit, and you go, yeah, this restaurant's been family owned for thirty years, and this one's been. This laundromat, right? This grocery store. And and you walk this street called Queen Street, and every place you go, it's like a family-owned business that's been there for 40, 50 years. Yeah. And it's so fun. Like, you just go, and you just, every place you go, it feels like a history lesson. And that's what I love. But when you go, um, like, I'll go back in November, and when I go back in November, fuck yeah, it's cold as shit. But it's a blast. But yeah, oh, I, I, yeah, you're gonna be in Arizona for a week. You'd rather have two cold, weeks. right? Two weeks. two weeks, yeah, yeah. Rather have cold, right? Yeah, well, without a doubt, I'd rather have a cold. Yeah, can't stand um, the heat. Just uh, before we go, I just wanted to mention a quick shout out to my friend Kenyatta. Twentieth anniversary, terrible, and uh, I just wanted to apologize on behalf of everybody in the league, starting with Pete and Billy. Really frustrated with those guys that they didn't step up today. Uh, Gavin, terrible. <laughs> Dave, embarrassing. Dan Williams is doing a bike ride, so I, I get it from Dan. Uh, Flugs, no excuse, right? Bob Hunt, probably uh, coaching Dean on his way to the decathlon, so I'll give Bob a little bit of a break. But, uh, Key, I hope your friend rests in peace. Terrible story, and uh, suicide impacts everybody. So I, I am all kidding aside. Uh, Heartbreaking story for Keith. So just wanted to let you know we love you, brother. All the best to you and your family. Are we uh, back here Friday night? Um, fuck, it's up to you. Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not exactly sure. I gotta gotta make sure. Well, uh, Dave hates you. I'm. I'm it's listen. not that. I gotta make sure I celebrate my wife's birthday at some. Oh, point. okay. Well, if uh, yeah, Dave celebrates it by getting out of town. <laughs> Gets a. I'm usually it. never here on her birthday. That's good. So, all right, we may see you Friday. If not, then we'll see you down the road. And Father's Day, Sunday. Happy Father's Day, Oh, yeah, Day to happy everybody. Father's Day to all the dads out there, especially the ones who actually do it, <laughs> the ones that didn't fucking run away like a bunch of bitches. That's it. Fuck those guys. <laughs> you should work for all, Mark. That's I a could. great card. I could. That's a great card right there. Oh, all my right. gosh. Keep an eye on social media. If we come back, we'll tell you. If not, uh, fuck it. <laughs> see you.
say That guy with the attitude better go away Five-cent video game Put a smile on my face Last stop sign was paralyzed But I ran it anyway Soundproof fence and a handyman Cussing on TV What Californian cuts their own Christmas tree Boy, you better watch out For that sneaky backscreen door I laughed so hard 